Hello and you are welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 33. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Dan, we start with good news. Yeah, very good news. Uh, big announcement. So we are now up on Go Loud. Which is super. Yeah, we want to thank all the people out there in Go Loud and the, the whole team and Fanula who we've been dealing with um, for putting us up. Absolutely. Which is great. It's massive. Thank you very, very much. Really appreciate it. So that's more people can listen to us now and hopefully we can get a bit more of the message a bit further out. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Where are we going today then? We're going, so we mentioned last week about the run and roll. Yes. And we just thought we'd um, get an official opinion on it from Dave Barry. So I went out to the Bray Rollers Youth Cafe and spoke to him earlier in the week. Lovely. Hey Dan, how you doing? Yeah, so we had a fantastic day a couple of weeks back. Uh, we had almost 300 people out on the day in St. Anne's Park in Rohini. Uh, it was a fantastic day weather-wise. Families came out, wheelchair users, uh, runners, athletes, just across the board. We got a fantastic uh, turnout. It was an amazing day. We had some fantastic companies that sponsored the events. Uh, we had um, Butler's Pantry from Rohini out on the day. They gave some magnificent treats out. And we'd pizza galore for people finishing up. We'd goodie bags, medals. People got lovely jerseys for the event. It was just a fantastic feel-good event. We were so happy with how it went. It was months planning that went into it. And thankfully, people turned up and just just made it the day it was. Um, It looks like we've raised just over 8,000 on the event, which we're absolutely delighted with. Really, really happy with. That's brilliant. Yeah, we're, we're stunned, actually. So... We're already starting to plan next year. So, run and roll, two. Excellent. And you were telling me before we came on air about a particular story of um, a lady that hadn't trained before for an event and she decided to... Yes, fantastic lady. Her name is, um, she won't mind me saying her name, Rosie McAdam. Um, she works in BT Ireland, uh, just down in the IFSC. She is a lady in her, I'm not sure what age she is, I won't reveal her age. Uh, she'll kill me probably, but uh, she's a real user. Um, I don't think she's done much physical training before. Um, but yeah, she trained for weeks for the event, got some huge sponsorship money and brought in 2,000 euro sponsorship money on her own. And then her company matched it with another, with another thousand. So we're just so thrilled to even have met Rosie. She's just an amazing, amazing person. She's going to actually come into the Irish Wheelchair Association in a few weeks and give a talk to some of our young students on one of our training courses. Um, she's a fantastic role model and we hope to maintain good links with her just as a as a friend really as well. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, massive shout out to Rosie. Yeah, and- super lady. Huge congratulations and congratulations to you guys because it was a fantastic event and we're looking forward to next year. Thanks, thanks for coming out, Dan. Great to see you there in the day. Thank you, sir. Jeez, that's great, Dan. That that uh, geez, that's that's pretty a pretty pretty strong response, really. Absolutely. For first time out, it's uh, it's absolutely massive and a huge thank you to everybody that was involved. And as you heard there, we're already planning for run and roll edition number two. Yeah. So. Which will be obviously going to be bigger. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And and there's no, there's no reason to think otherwise. Yeah. Given the reaction that yeah. this one has had, so 
it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, That's I mean, it's good. I mean, it's a clever idea. Yeah. Really, you know, and you're playing to your audience as well, which absolutely. is which is absolutely fantastic. So what else did you get up to when you're out in Bray Rollers? So we uh, were joined this week by um, Jigsaw. Okay. Who are a mental youth mental health. Yeah, very important. Organization. And uh, we're looking to collaborate with them on a project. So we were just talking, I suppose, about our experiences with uh, mental health and like how we feel in certain situations and and some of that and it was really really good it was uh i got to open up quite a bit which was good mm-hmm. um but <clears throat> then part of me afterwards it was quite draining afterwards because yeah. it's quite emotive and um yeah but generally really really positive and it's it's really exciting to we're kind of only in the idea stage at the minute yeah. so it'll planning be, yeah stages. planning absolutely so yeah it's it's really exciting and really looking forward to seeing what we get up to will you be able for it I mean if you're if you're wrecked after one night yeah I <laughs> I, I certainly will no um, I think it was just I was a lot more open than I'd originally envisaged I right. would be, you know, and I suppose there's a lot of kind of emotion behind what I was saying, so it just took mm. a little bit out of me, um, and I suppose it just made me think a lot about stuff, and some of it was frustration, because you know you're you're a lot of the time being in my situation you're dealing with a lot of the same issues yeah and um you know as much as you advocate for something sometimes it, it just ends up still being there yeah and you're kind of like i'm here do you not hear me well which is a lot of what we see then every time we have we we do a podcast or or <clears throat> whatever we seem to talk about. Yeah. It's not like it hasn't been spoken about before. Absolutely. Or somebody's had a campaign or it's the same issues that we keep talking about. It's just somebody else just seems to be saying it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it doesn't change. We we, we spoke about your uh, the conference you were at and the ramp not being adequate. Mm. You know, it's, it's stupid things like that where you kind of go, fuck's sake, lads, like. And it, it it's something as well. It's like what I mentioned with the positive sexual health conference last week. Is that that's something that I'm not necessarily like I'm I'm comfortable talking about it, but it's it's getting the opportunity to talk about it mm. from my perspective yeah. and I I suppose like I mentioned it, it's not necessarily a, a personal sharing side of things but it, it's more from a disability perspective yeah in general because and it's like you said it comes back to just people don't think in that vein I suppose when it comes to something 
like sex or whatever it may be you know that just because we're in this situation doesn't mean whether it be sex or whether it be anything else yeah doesn't mean we we can't oh it's it's, it's too difficult it's too tough it's, it's yeah it's just a conversation that you don't need to have it's not which couldn't be further from <clears throat> exactly yeah you kind of look at it and kind of go well that should be grand you know and that's that's where it it does get tough for me, um, and I've I've really admit that because it's just it's it's something that is is so basic just in terms of the right to be heard, um, in in whatever, uh whatever arena or frame that might be um and when you're kind of when you're listened to but you're not that's when it gets well you're listening to yeah absolutely everyone will listen to you Dan, but whether you're heated yeah is the point you know yeah ah, yeah poor old dan that's yeah anyway yeah and then we all go off and do our own thing anyway yeah that's yeah. where it gets particularly <clears throat> frustrating because you're like i've told you this i don't know how many times you know, um, and that 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 that's not me saying I I won't stop. Yeah, but you can't though either. You can't stop. Yeah. You know, is that what happens a lot of the time? I think it's just people just kind of just get fed up. Yeah. Saying hello, 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 and they go, right, okay, I'll just park over here in the corner and run my battery down, and and that's it. We're done. Yeah. Because if, and I hope you don't mind me being brutally honest about about this, but the uh, one of the things that I brought up on on Tuesday night was the fact that on first dates, for example, I was as brutally honest as I possibly could be because I my attitude towards that was like. There's absolutely no screen there, you know. There's n- there's nothing for me to hide. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna lay everything out, do what I need to do, and reception was great. Absolutely unbelievable. Nothing I beyond my wildest expectations. But when it boils down to it, nothing much has changed. Yeah, and. I suppose that's the frustrating part. You're like, I'm being as raw as I possibly can be. And then it's still, the situation is still the same. That's where it gets, that's where you get in your mind, uh, like, I'm going to be honest, like I have been the last couple of days and you're kind of going, Listen, is it something I'm saying or is it something I'm doing or or not know? saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, sorry for getting deep in the dead there, but no, no, that, that's fine, Dan. But I mean, it's not. Yeah, I suppose I was going to say it's not much different for everybody else. Insofar as you know, you go you go through aspects of your life like not in a relationship and stuff like that and just wanting to be a relationship and, and not being able to and I know it's always going to be a hundred times more difficult for you you're you're carrying so much else yeah but, but you're restricted from opportunity yeah uh, exposure to some degree as well you know you're not going to be out there on the dance floor 
strutting your moves and everyone going, Jesus, look at the town halls on him. <laughs> you know, so you have a, a, an yeah. extra set of challenges. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, but even to some degree, it's not necessarily from a relationship point of view. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm still trying to open up to certain people and then it's it's being listened to but it's not if it's not it, it's a very it's a very difficult thing to explain because i've gotten to a point that i'm trying to figure out how i feel mm-hmm. you know and that's at the minute that's where it's a work in progress um and I appreciate you giving me the time to talk about it right now because it, it's probably going to end up being a being a cathartic process for me. So thank you very Perfectly much. fine. Why, why, what else are we going to do, Dan? You know, to be fair, um, this is part of what this is. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm and while I, while I think about that, I'm I'm very grateful that I have somebody like yourself who. Who, who I can trust in. Watch you stop then. Stop. I'll be crying now. <laughs> can't be dealing with this. <laughs> who, who I can trust and I can open up to. So I I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and I've got a few more miles in you as well, though, Dan, as well. <clears throat> you know, I've been through a lot of that fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, to be fair, with relationships and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. You know, so it's not it's not easy. It's not easy for anybody. It's not, Yeah. you know, uh, it's far from easy. You know, and it it's it's not it's it doesn't get easier, either. Let me tell you, mm, married yeah. seventeen years now. Uh, I've known my wife even even longer than that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say every day is a challenge, but every day is every day. You know, um, yeah. It's when you get there and, and and you're lucky, I suppose. That's that's the thing. I think the thing for me is when people say to me, they see me, right? As in, see me as me um but then there's a difference between saying that and acting like it and i i will admit that this is partially my fault in in that i I trust people too much you know but it's because i i suppose i get to a point where I'm like, this is working, so I'm gonna like open up. You know, I I've gotten to a point where maybe I open up too early. Maybe I, I you see, I'm still trying to figure it out in my mm, head. Yeah. Um. But it's like I'm. I guess I'm at a point where I'm. Figuring out who to trust and who not to, you know, um, it's still a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I suppose on the on, on the flip side of it, then have you sought professional help? That's something. I'm that not talking. I'm not talking about prostitutes here or anything, Dan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Before you kind of go, that kind of professional help. Oh, actually, I haven't <laughs> thought about that. No, I thought no, but I mean, I'm talking about say, from, from a psychological point of view. To help you through the process, to help you order the thoughts. 
do you know I I I think that and that's something that I've kind of has been mentioned to me, um, and it's something that I'm going to look into. I can highly recommend it then. Yeah, because uh, I have. I did have it for a period uh, leading up to both of the surgeries. Uh, well, particularly the spine, I think it was, because there was such mm-hmm. a huge risk of you know, yeah, yeah. paralysis. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and that did help a huge amount. So, yeah, it is, it is something that I'm going to look into because, yeah, I guess I just need to work out how to get out of the frame of mind of kind of blaming myself being insular yeah do you know um so i well that's i i i that's where i would say professional help would help yeah you know somebody who's trained to kind of go <clears throat> well you know what about this and why did you feel about that or why or you know and kind of constantly pulling that yeah sort of string until you get to the very end of the anvils attached to the end of it and falls in your head in a kind of a wily coyote sort of roadrunner kind of way. There's a reference now for all the older people in the audience. But do you know what I mean? There is. Yeah. That's fine. And I, and I can listen and that's grand. And I could probably offer an opinion. But I wouldn't certainly wouldn't be able to fix anything. And that's and again, that's not you need fixing. But uh, yeah. to point you in the right direction or... But I suppose it's an element of getting people to listen and then knowing that it's... They're they're not gonna turn around and jump ship then. Yeah, well, I mean that's the risk with people then. Do you know? Um, I know, but that's but that's just people. But then. yeah, and I I suppose in an immediate sense, I'm I'm very grateful for the support network that I do have, and for the people out there listening now, you know who you are. Uh, so. Like, I'm very grateful in in that sense in that the people that I do open up to, you know, I, I know that I can 100% trust them. Yeah, but people will let you down then. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah. You know, like one of my favourite sayings is it's okay to look back, but just don't stare. <laughs> okay. You know, what happens, happens. You can't. There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, I just, I've made some fucking awful mistakes in my life. Right. It's not fatal. Nobody died. Right, but things that I can look back at and go, oh my God, did I do that? Did I say that? Did that happen? Yeah. But that's not who I am. It's not, that's where I've been, mm. you know? Uh, and I have, I have, I have huge trust issues personally. Okay. Massive, just absolute, you know, from, from being let down and I did even manifest itself here when it comes to project work with, with people and stuff like that. I'm just waiting for somebody to go, eh. You know, I didn't do that or whatever. You know, and that's I, I. I walk into a project with that going. This is going to happen. Yeah, generally does. But I, I carry that with me. So you, you're going to find that through your lifetime. I know there's yeah there's a good twenty odd years or more in between you and I. You know, and that's you know, but you can't you can't you can't live in the past. But it's yeah. working out the future. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. So. Go get some professional help. I will do. There shouldn't be. There, sh- there is no stigma attached to it, and there, nor should there be. Absolutely not. And as you said, there, I, I would encourage uh, anybody that is listening that that's struggling. Yeah. 
two doing the same. Yeah, we're very lucky. We've got a very good uh, structure here in the college. Mm. Um, from uh, we have our own. Um, uh, psychologist. I'm, I'm sorry, actually, I, I yeah, I wouldn't watch call her, but there's definitely. There is help here in the college, which is free to yeah, students. There's counselling. Sure. Counselling. Thanks very much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what a save! Thanks very much. Yes. <laughs> no worries. No yeah. worries. We do have counselling here on, in in the college for ourselves. So, and it's free. Brilliant. You know, which is probably even more important, like from a student point of view. Absolutely. You know, not having money and you know you thinking. Sh- you should never have to pay for your your mental. Mm, yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe or maybe not, but it, it shouldn't be any more than just going to the doctor whether you've got an ailment or a sore foot or a pain in your knee or, you know, mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. warts where you shouldn't have them or whatever, you know, that you go to a counsellor and just have a chat about whatever the hell's going on in your head. So just to move it on then, Dan, because we could sit here and talk about our mental health all day, <laughs> which we won't. But you did find uh, a page on Facebook, uh, walk, or Wheels to Walking. It's... A uh, page run by Richard Corbett, yep. who's an American who um, uses a wheelchair. He had uh, an accident a few years back and he created this video where he goes out into uh, the street, holds up a uh, piece of cardboard and says ask me anything so this, he's, he's in a wheelchair yeah and uh, he'll just sit there and he'll just get people to ask him any sort of questions yep they feel absolutely like. ask me absolutely anything and this is how it turned out hi have any questions now thinking of a question nothing's off the table have you always been in a wheelchair I haven't uh, nine years ago today I fell 50 feet and it broke my spine and paralyzed me yeah 50 feet pretty crazy I was out for a jog I was running uh, where I'm from they have underground parking decks and I fell into the underground parking deck do you remember feeling the pain or was it just like uh, I was pretty much like blacked out I mean I was in and out of consciousness it was pretty wild that's for sure right. do you remember being able to walk like do you remember the feeling of being able to yeah yeah I definitely remember being able to that that feeling it's uh, it's like a faint memory it's like a dream do you reckon like being able to walk and like being in the wheelchair now is the same feeling because you've gotten used to being in a wheelchair I've definitely gotten skilled enough in the chair that it's an extension of me now like I'm really used to it like I'm fully independent I can cook I can clean I can drive like this is my new normal right Um, in the same way that like your legs are your normal you don't think about it you just do it it's kind of the same thing with me I don't really like think about it too much I just do it pretty amazing what are are we gonna ask nothing off limits man nothing off limits do you wish that it never happened or are you are you almost so yes and no right so I do have like I do have this like I think human desire to like go back yeah. right but the truth is my quality of life now I think is better than what it would have been if I hadn't got hurt because yeah. this like forced me to grow up it forced me to like look in myself it like forced me to become a better person yeah. it like forced me to to become something I couldn't have been before yeah. and it's given me a lot a lot of opportunities like a really like interesting and unique opportunities that I've never gotten before yeah it sucks like yeah I wish I could like walk again but also like I wouldn't give up this life for anything yeah do you get like offended or like 
kind of upset when people offer you help and you don't really need it? Yes, good? yes and no, right? So um, I don't mind help as long as I ask for it. Yeah. Right, so a lot, a lot of the times, like for me personally, I have my own methods. Like something as simple as opening up a door, right? Like if I'm already opening it and someone like runs in front of me yeah, to like yeah. open it for me, that's like, okay, I mean, I was already doing it. Yeah. But if like my hands are full and I got stuff on my lap and I'm like heading towards the door and someone sees me and then they grab it, no big deal. Yeah. Or if I'm literally like with someone, I'm like, hey, excuse me, like could you grab the door for me? Yeah. It's no big deal. But it's it's mainly the unsolicited stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's mainly unsolicited uh, help that usually like gets in the way of my flow, and ends up making more work for me in the end. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I'm just curious about in your situation. Yeah. Uh, what about the girls? The girls when you want to meet some some girl, how is that the approach? Initially, it's really hard okay. um, because I think a lot of girls don't see you as like a like a sexual being. They just see you as just a, as a as a guy in a chair. Right. Um, I know like for now, like I've got a, a gorgeous girlfriend. She's absolutely beautiful, really? and Good for you. and and she um, met me in a place. I was at the gym and I was working out, so she didn't see me as someone who was like weak or like unable or like that, sick. That was that was the, that was the. She 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 saw it. she saw me as like someone who was strong, who was independent, who was who was fierce, and awesome. and um, but I was I was single for a very long time because I think there's a, a lot of unknowns as well. I think, I think a lot of girls don't, they don't know and they're afraid of what they don't know. And, and they might also believe that there's certain limits that they have. If they decide to be with you, they'll say, oh, okay, well, what if I want to go hiking? What if I want to go on a vacation? What if I want to go climb Machu Picchu? What if I want to go ride four-wheelers, you know? You like to, you like to travel? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I like my comfortable space and I like my routine, but I also like to push the boundaries and the limits of, of, of life and, and what I like to do. And, hey, you're, you're a smart, smart person. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you too. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Oh yeah. Hello. How are you? Hi. Um. So anything? Anything. No, nothing's off topic. My friend is in a wheelchair. She was in a terrorist attack. Okay. I kind of hear people who maybe don't know anything about disabled people saying, "Oh, your life is over. You're never going to be able to, you know, do anything." And I'm just kind of, you know, hoping that that isn't true or if there's I don't know, something that a friend could do to, to help. That's a great question. So it's it's quite the opposite. You just have to find how to do things your way. Um, so there's plenty of things that, that I do that I did um, before that I do now. Like for example, I work out of the gym, I go to concerts, I go grocery shopping on my own, I drive on my own. Now there's nothing that's really off limits, it's just a matter of being different. Because what happens is your, your life completely changes in a matter of an instant. My legs were how I lived my life. I was, I ran, I worked out, I hung out with friends, I went hiking, I went backpacking, you know, even the job I did was really physical labor. So literally my whole future was taken away from me at that time. And I thought to myself, oh, the only way I can get my future back is if I get my legs back. That didn't happen, so I, I decided to say, you know what, okay, I'm gonna set my reality and I'm gonna do the best that I can and be the best that I can in, in the chair. Um, the second part of your question, I'd say, something a friend can do is just be there like hang out with them invite them to do stuff um, definitely acknowledge this the needs the special interests and needs and challenges and difficulties that they have but don't stop stop you from inviting them out to do stuff yeah okay that's so awesome thank you so much for of course it's a pleasure thank you bye see ya so that's brilliant yeah 
you know, and he does that quite often. I think he is. He's very much an advocate, obviously, for you know, don't be getting your don't be getting your don't be letting your disability get you down. Yeah, I suppose pretty much, you know, and 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 get beyond it, which is super. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So his page is uh, wheels to walking, um, and it's it's funny actually because when I, when I first watched that, it it was kind of, it was so uplifting but then it was also emotional because I was like at the time that I watched it first a lot of what he described was going through my head totally so it was like yep <laughs> you know um so yeah I would uh I would recommend checking that out and checking out the page as well excellent um and our good friend Sean O'Kelly was yes. had a little video in the journal.ie this week. Uh, I he was, did. Uh, yeah, he did. I was perusing Twitter and and up he popped. Um, and again, it comes back to the dart. Yeah. And the lack of access from lifts and stuff like that, and just how difficult it is getting on and off at stations and having their staff follow you around and the unmanned stations and the dart line and their little hubs and stuff like that. Um, it was a really good video. It was a really good watch. I mean, you can read as many articles as you want. Mm. on this but just watching the video itself I think was just yeah there's um, there's almost a desensitization with the articles but mm. when you see it in front of your own eyes it's like yeah because it was even one I think where he, I'm not sure what station he was but he came off the ramp right he was almost straight into the wall yes yeah you know uh, and I, I kind of looked at that and I kind of went jeez Dan would have struggled now with the chair because yours, your chair yeah, is obviously longer than yeah than his ever would be uh you know, because if you couldn't get off the ramp without turning, again, is it a case? Like, I know, I know the train isn't going to, like, come up a couple of feet uh, so you can get off a little bit further up the platform and stuff like that, or do you have to try and move down the car? It's just, again, but it just comes down to... Basics. Basics, the access. And, I know, okay, Victorian infrastructure that we're dealing with and all the rest of it, but, mm, you know... Yeah, a little bit of thinking, a little bit of forethought. There's a point where it gets to like, okay, maintaining history and balancing that with modern thinking, and actually, okay, this is this is what needs to be done in order for it to be accessible for absolutely mm. everybody, and as it should be. Yeah, simple. Hundred percent. You know, no further questions, Your Honor. There it is. Actually, why do you even need lifts? Why can't they just build longer ramps at the proper gradient? Fair you know, point. Why, why not? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll ask Barry Kenny that. If we ever get a chance to talk to Barry Kenny from Irish Rail. Although he was on the same video explaining about all the historical issues, about vandalism, about... Yes. You know, about maintenance issues and about infrastructure and the bloody, 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 blah. That's all it was really at the end of the day, you know. It's still not fixed. The Standard. issues are still there. Yeah. And again, we'll say Jim Mead, put him in a wheelchair, CEO, Irish Rail. Yeah. See how long it takes to get fixed then. I spoke to Sean about that uh, during the week mm. and he's... So coming up, Dan, we have the Irish Wheelchair Association's Workability 2019 on Monday the 30th of September. Which is on out in uh, Crow Park. So that will be uh, an interesting morning. I think it's on from 10 to half 12. Um, yeah, so a good lineup, Dan. Um, expected at it from employers and stuff like that and, and, and people who should know their stuff. Again, 
opportunity to network, have a chat with a few people. Absolutely. You know, this Absolutely. time this time next year. We'll be out there in the job market or even before it actually, funnily enough, but you know, wouldn't be wouldn't be a bad thing to be talking to the right people. So Dan, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up for this week. Uh where can people find us? You can find us on Go Loud now. Go loud. Uh you can find that in uh the Google Play and the App Store. Yep. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify. Uh we're hosted on SoundCloud. Yep. All at Dan and Doability. Yep. And if you want to drop us an email, you will get us at danandaradoability at gmail.com. You certainly will. This has been episode 33. I've been Dara McNicholas. And I've been Dan Airy. And we'll talk to you very soon.